right, John, now it's your turn. I'm done being a responsible adult. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> Do it! All right, well, uh, since Brianna's given me the uh, go-ahead to be um, an adult, who's ready to have a bad time? Oh, yeah. Let's go fight some abominations. Last time, you were in London when the uh, sirens went off. You discovered something terrible within London, but you've been told by a mutual contact that you need to uh, GTFO. Basically, just leave, leave London to the professionals. You guys are being sent to um, save the world elsewhere. A mutual contact who is Father Blackwell and Mouse for may also have the exact opposite of a meat cute in an air raid shelter that it almost ended up with me dead. I mean, mm -hmm. murder! No dead. And continuing the tradition of whenever someone remembers something, there's at least one person who dies. <laughs> It's been it's been pretty rough. I do have a, a working knowledge of the nightmare, except I don't remember Basidiogre, I think. That was the only yeah. cutoff point. Basidiogre doesn't make sense to you. You don't uh, know yes, what it the means. name. Yeah, that that's so terrible that you can't even Static comprehend sounds. it. That's true. I did look it in the eye and it was terrifying. So. Well, so at this point, you guys have train tickets as planned by Father Blackwell to head to Scotland. I think we left off we were on the train. Yes, you yeah, had just gotten just on the train. And you guys go ahead and sit down in your coach, and the train begins to leave the station. What would you guys like to do? I would like to know what the hell's going on here, but I don't think anyone in this train car knows. Also, I don't think we're near drunk enough for that conversation. You hear um, some squeaking as, and you see the Father Blackwell mouse just starting to like explain everything to you, but you really wish you understood mouse. Father, you're still a mouse. Squeak, 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 squeak. Unfortunately, yeah, but speaking will not be the most effective way of getting us information, but I am very glad you are here despite your current state, and I'm hoping we can reverse that like some sort of fairy tale, because this is my life now, and I'm I'm trying my best. You see that mouse look at you in the eyes, and it nods, and just curls up in your lap. Right, I feel like we can all use a drink. Right, right. Drinks, 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 drinks? Yes, drinks. Right. Finley's already pulling a flask. Is there a drink uh, station bar cart? As you guys are even just thinking about it or talking about it, you hear the door open. Freshments. I'll take anything that is strong and make me forget the next last five minutes, please. Right, oi, love, you go some whiskey on the cart. Yes, uh, chilled? Uh, just, just leave the bolt here and she'll put, I don't know. 20 pounds on the cart and take just the <laughs> bottle and four glasses. She doesn't say no. She hands you the glasses, she hands you the bottle, and she pours it for you guys, and then she just what, runs off. I'll, I'll say Lizzie drops a couple more pounds. <laughs> it's like a tip. That's the one thing that I love about D&D &D and uh, tabletop RPGs. 
Money is so ethereal. We just, we really tip. Tend to drastically overpay for things. It's it's vibes, really. So you guys have this whiskey, and you guys are free to uh, do whatever you need. All right. Anybody who's drinking the whiskey, I need you to roll me a Constitution check. I'll indulge. Squats oh, no. a little. A normal Constitution Our check hubris. or a spooky one? <laughs> a normal. Obviously. I failed. Oh no, it's spooky for you. <laughs> you know what? No, it's not. I'm gonna use two luck points on a trivial constitution. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Fin- Finley Finley passed that so easily. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna spend two luck points to make that not a failure. Okay. I, I just see it that after the glasses have been poured, Finley just leans over to the bottle and slowly brings it over to himself <laughs> and just starts chugging it. Oh, yeah, I like how we, we get the varying degrees of success here with, with Finley as a success, Freddy, hard success. <laughs> Lizzie, extreme. Extreme. So, so we all drink poor Poor, poor Gabriella. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm, oh, I'm barely holding it together. Uh, by the, like, I don't know how much time is passing while we drink, but I'm not holding great. it together well. I feel like it does not take long before Lizzie just is like pouring water in Gabriella's <laughs> Yeah, you know, normally my problem is gambling, but, you know, having a, a presence of nightmares take over my body and cause me to, uh, you know, knife someone to death changes a person, I guess. Yes, it, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Not even hiding the fact that I'm pouring from, like, a flask of water. I, you know, love. I love this. I love that after a little bit of burn, it just starts to taste like water. It's so strange. I know, isn't it? Were you really a companion of my grandfather? Because uh, you really can't drink much. Yeah, no, we didn't have much time to do a lot of drinking for fun when I knew your grandfather. He, hmm. Drinking was fun for him? I, you know what, uh, that's actually, I don't think so, now that I look back. It was fun. I think it might have been a really unhealthy coping <laughs> skill. You sound so offended. Who um, <laughs> was, like, that was I, <laughs> I don't know about fun. It was, hmm. Yeah, no, uh, we didn't do much drinking for fun. Or for, I guess, for tactical means. There we go. Now that sounds like my grandfather. Tactical drinking. Tactical There's drink. a horror yeah, in front of me. Does sound sounds like, like a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it, I, I'm sure it would make you know, him see the horrors more effectively or something. I never quite got how he functioned. So is, was his grandfather also connected with my father? And if so, how? Um, I don't know that one, actually. My grandpa was a very talented, was a very talented parapsychologist. He knew the occult very well. But he was always mocked in his community for once why he drank, and my grandfather always told me a story of how he saw a horror take his own father. We always thought it was a story. Now it's all making sense here with the little mouse that keeps trying to talk. Yeah, you know, I, I think I figured this out. Right, who's who's got a piece like a pencil? Billy had you do a really nice fountain pen. That was my uh, my grandfather's. 
Well, I was thinking of breaking off the tip and they can write with the tip, so I'm just gonna hand that back to you, mate. But if this helps us with our goal, I think I think my papa would be more than happy to see it. Lit Lizzie it just holds out like a pencil a couple of pencils. At this moment, uh, the car shakes. You, anybody who's handing a pencil, the pencils drop. And then um, you guys are good to go back. Mm. Should, should we ignore that? Because with all the recent activities, uh, even something as simple as a simple drink or shaking could be monumentally bad. What do you say we go uh, investigate? Hello, yeah. can I come in? Oh, oh, there it is. The investigation has come to us. Before I forget, quick question, John. Was Lizzie's dad always interested in the occult, or was that a newer thing? It was a newer thing after uh, Greenwill started threatening him. Cool, so I probably am not familiar at all with the fact that he was interested in the occult, so Lizzie is still stuck on that. Yeah, I don't think Gabrielle ever learned why he specifically reached out to... Oh my god, my brain is... Deckard. Deckard. Deckard, thank you. <laughs> I hear it in his voice is the best part. So like when I hear it, I have to like say it in his voice in my head. <laughs> so I would not, I would not know. Uh, I think Gabriella wouldn't know specifically why he was Deckard was there, just that he was there. And Finley does not believe in lying to you guys, so he's just going to be a hundred percent honest with you. That doesn't help anything, holding anything back. Yeah. I have a letter here for a um, Gabriella Slaughter. Oh. Wait. It's from a. It's from a Wesley Amesley. Oh! So this is when this is when uh, Finley's going to look at Gabriella and do a finger to his mouth and go, and I think one of us should respond as Gabriella to be sick. Yeah, it's a little suspicious. The second Lizzie hears the name, she's just like, Are you kidding me, right? No, it says Wesley Amesley, and it's, uh, it's sealed with a W-A. Right. Gabriella like gestures for somebody else to open the door. Um, okay. This is gonna be funny. This is gonna be really funny. Finley goes and opens the door. But hello, I am Gabriella Santa House. Sounds good to me. <laughs> she puts the letter in your hand and walks off with a couple more mail deliveries. Uh, oh, Dunkishin! How do you know my brother? It's not that. I need to guarantee that to stop. It's not that. Okay, to be fair, that wasn't my first thought. He's a bit of a prick, and I feel like you have better taste than that, but... <laughs> Thank you. That was actually very <laughs> nice of you. No, I, 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 I'm glad we stand on the same footing as to uh, feelings vis-a-vis -vis Wesley Amesley. So, Finley's going... Finley has an idea. He walks over to where the, the father Blackwell Mouse is sleeping and holds the letter above him like, Do you sense any creepiness, Mr. Mouse? The mouse sniffs it <laughs> and shakes its head as it looks at you. Finley gives a thumbs up. I will like you now. And he hands the letter to Gabriella. I have no... This is none of my business. It's a professional correspondence. And I thought my last few jobs were weird. <laughs> I take out a little pocket knife and open the seal and check the letter. 
Imagine if you opened it and you just smell like a little bit of cologne. It says, my dearest Gabriella. Throw it away. Oh, my. Take, take sanity damage. I've told him so many times this never works on anyone. It's the thirst damage. He keeps doing it, and then people take advantage of him for his money. Oh. And he thinks I'm embarrassing. Hmm. Well, let's see. What does he mean when he says he wants to drink your bath water? <laughs> oh, well, that, that is new. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit about some toes. Yeah, I mean, not to judge anyone. No, I'm going to judge him just a little bit. And I, and I uh, shuffle the letter that was mistakenly dropped off that was somebody's weird love note, and I throw that away. <laughs> I open the actual letter. Oh, so my friend did get this in some of his mail. <laughs> Someone else named Gabriella Slaughter. Lizzie tapes some of her friends to slip embarrassing things into her brother's mail to take him down and pack her too. You read the letter. This is amazing. And all it says is duck. I flip it on both sides. I hold it up to the Nothing light. Nothing else. Does any of us see the letter by chance? Everyone, for a moment, I need everyone to get low to the ground right now. And as you say this, the train... Finley ducks immediately! explodes with a loud noise and shakes. <laughs> and you all black out. What the heck? Oh my god! I hate this. My heart. All of Hesley's behind this. I'm stabbing him with a near sharp object. I don't care what it is. I admire in season two your willingness to explode every set piece we wander into. Like, like, like this is a new level of like the it's environmental hazards that are really going to get you in season two. Uh, the train, the bunker, the blitz. You know, it's it's shock and awe. It's uh, explosive. <laughs> This uh, season brought to you by Michael Bay. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, last season it was tetanus that was going to kill you. This season is the explosions. I was going to say, like, we were over here, like, devastated by a broken bone for, like, multiple episodes. And now we're just getting into train crashes. It's explosions back to... I just see Finley now, like... Are we okay? Like, do we have to roll? Are we good? You're gonna. You're about to have to roll. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Woo. I need each of you to roll me Constitution checks. Sure. Do. Again. Hurrah! Another and success. And I need heart successes. Oh, oh no. Oh. oh well, I guess I did, I did have a chance to. I did have a chance to duck faster than everybody else. <laughs> that was only a regular success for for Bidley. Oh jeez. Oh, how much luck do I have? I don't think I have enough to make it. I definitely don't. My luck pool is very small. Oh, no. <sighs> Start with Finley. Yay. You look at the letter, and it says duck. It processes in your brain, but it processes too late. Oh. And you hear the explosion. You feel the jolt, and you try and dive for the floor, but not before the glass in the window breaks 
and you feel shards of glass enter into your body in multiple places. You take three damage as you hit your head on the ground and knock, are knocked out. Tis only a flesh. <laughs> all right, Gabriella, you see Duck, and you start getting down as you start saying, we should all get down. And because of this, you manage to get out of this unscathed. Although you are knocked out, you are knocked unconscious. Uh, you take no damage, though. You come back sooner, and your ears are ringing and you see the bodies around you. Oh. Lizzie. How dead am I? <laughs> you look at the letter and you're just, what is Lizzie playing at now? And it doesn't click in your head. You don't get down. You just stand there as all of a sudden there's a jolt, there's an explosion, and you get thrown against the wall. You hit the ground and then you're thrown into a suitcase. You take five damage. You currently have a uh, broken arm and a couple of broken ribs. Yeah, that makes sense. Freddy. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Much better than how you're doing. <laughs> That's not hard. It, it's really not. You're holding the mice, and you stand up to um, look at the letter as well. But as you stand up, you hear the explosion. The train rocks, and you get thrown about. You feel the glass break as you go through it and out into the grass field beyond. <laughs> I'm in danger! You take seven damage. Cool! <laughs> Once again, Freddy is in danger and very separate from the group. Cool! Guys, this is bad! <laughs> How bad? Uh, Just, a Just a wee bit. So, let's say if I had 11 hit points, I might be down to 4. Oh! I have 5! You have, um, broken leg, uh, broken arm, ribs, and Ooh. you are bleeding profusely. Radical, dudes! This is why you wear a helmet when you surf. <laughs> they are currently unconscious. The cult is a lot more... No, wait, that's not true. They chased us down with, like, cars and, like, bat creatures last time. They were pretty hands-on, too. So, Gabriella, you, you are coming to and you see two bodies next to you. The mice seem unscathed, and Bosco is uh, licking at your face. Oh. There's a huge gash oh, in, God. in the compartment door as you see outside, and you see what looks to be Freddy's body laid out in the grass. Oh, no, 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 no. No, not like this. Okay, and I sort of hoist myself up and kind of shuffle over to try and hopefully do some medical anything. Okay, so you're going over to Freddy? Yeah. Okay, you walk over to Freddy and they are very much in a bad state. You see blood spilling out of their um, out of their chest, out of their arm, and their head. They are in a critical state. Okay, okay, okay. 
have to breathe. I did all the firearms training and I didn't bother to pick up any first aid. Life-saving in a different way, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to try, attempt a first aid. I love that now that our characters have the ability to shoot <gasps> things. All of our problems cannot be shot. Well, okay, you could shoot Freddy and that solved the problem. I did okay. Yeah, I did okay with my first aid though. Yeah, I'm gonna give that one to you. I didn't declare what you needed first. Oh, sorry. I I, I, I asked. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. The first aid is successful. You um, managed to bandage them up. Uh, you use um, part of your shirt to go ahead and get their head bandaged, and you uh, bandage their arms and their chest, and they're stabilized. You know that they won't lose any more hit points from bleeding. Okay. But they do need a hospital stat. Oh. I look around to see who else is around and up, if that is even the case. Doesn't look like there's anybody. You seem to be the only one who's gotten out of this unscathed. Oh. You see a fire starting on one of the cars, and it's spreading. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Okay, there's no one else around. I need you to roll me a constitution check real quick. Yeah. Failure. Your head is... it's ringing and... You think you might be at least lightly concussed? But the adrenaline is still going. It's not that far off of a success. Okay. Okay. I checked to see, like, if there's any... If I were to try to lift Freddy, would I need a... I forget what they're called. Would I need a thing like where you have to a stretcher? Uh, something a stretcher-like, or could I lift them with like one arm and like kind of carry them away from the train? They are far enough away from the train that you don't really need to move them at the moment. Okay. It's the other two in the train that you should probably look out for. Yeah, okay. Uh, turn to Bosco. Please. Okay. We're gonna find the other two? I'm gonna pull them out. Okay. Bosco barks, and the mice scurry over to Lizzie, and they start trying to drag her shirt, but they uh, realize that they are very, very small. Oh. Yeah, I, I kind of tentatively try to walk over to Lizzie and check the damage, so to speak. She is also bleeding. She needs some first aid as well. Since it was a success for Freddy, go ahead as well. Alright. I don't think I. Yeah, I'm not that good at first aid. Would you like to try and uh, push the roll? Uh, so you're gonna have to re reacquaint me with pushing. How does that work? So you need to tell me a good reason why what you're doing for the second roll is going to help. Mm. It can be double edged, it cannot be. But if you succeed, it succeeds. If you fail, something bad happens. Given there's a train car about to explode, I'm not going to take that risk because I'm not confident in a 30. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to hope that somebody else can do first aid and try to pull Lizzie out of the fire, likely making some of the bleeding worse because I did fail the first aid. As you start to try and pull her out, you realize that she's stuck on a rod. 
Oh fucking hell. She loses one health point. Okay. Ow. okay. I, I push against the rod. I'm not very strong. <laughs> Oh jeez. Yeah, no, it's not happening. You try and push against the rod and it's it's not moving. At mm -hmm. this point, Finley, you wake up. So, am I finally awake? You are finally awake, Skyrim version. I'm, I'm did someone get the name of that uh, card that hit me? Who's with Finley right now? Am I by myself? You are in the car with Gabriella and Lizzie. Ah, and I'm watching Gabriella hurt Lizzie even more. Mm. Oh, oh, great. Well, She's trying. What happened, Ga Gabriella? Oh, wait, answers come later. Let me help. Train exploded. Please help. Coming now. You stand up. Uh, roll me a constitution check. Success. All right. Hey. You stave off any of the pain right now. Uh, you're not going to be bleeding out. You're not going to be hurting too, too bad. You probably need to get your wounds doctored, but at the same time, you're you're fine. You move over to Gabriella, and you see the state that Lizzie is in right now. You know that you're going to have to push the rod out. <clears throat> okay. We're going to... Need to push the rod out first before we can even think of moving her. Lizzie? This might hurt. Lizzie's unconscious. <laughs> yes, I say I'm not conscious in the slightest. Oh, she's going to hit us when we do this. I'll take the hate on the chin at this point. Okay. I feel like I'm about to pass out soon. Let's go. Alright, so on three, let's do this. One, two, three. three. Okay, go ahead and roll that strength check. Whoever's gonna roll it is getting a bonus. I got a hard success. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm not gonna. All right. I'm not gonna make an attempt. I'm gonna goof it up. So, um, you managed to get the rod out of her, and you pick her up and take her out of the car, and you see the fire coming. And at this point, there's another explosion from the engine. And while we're carrying her away, Finley starts to tear at his jacket because I'm going to tourniquet that leg. Okay, roll me first aid. Uh, good choice, good choice. Because I'm just thinking, it's like, ooh, that might have been close to an artery. Success! <laughs> all right, you put the tourniquet around her arm. Mm. Her leg isn't hurt all that much. The rod was in her arm anyways gotcha so um you managed to wrap the tourniquet around and the bleeding is stopped uh before this though lizzie does lose another hp damn i was trying to keep it from that dang i'm uh, at three now guys it's fine one two three four okay at least we stopped the bleeding for now that's all that, that's okay. that's what matters it's fine okay I mean, it's not fine, but it's fine enough. No, wait. No, no, no. We need to look on. We need to be a little positive. It is fine. We just need to find our yes. our other new friend and find our little mice. Where are the mice? 
I look around. The mice are writing Bosco right now. Oh, okay, good. Okay, they're there. Um. Finley, Finley just looks at them and just goes, I really wish I was a dog or a mouse right now. I know, that would be a pleasant change from where we're at right now. So, let's just... Oh dear, if Lizzie was like this, I fear for our last companion. We, we must make haste. You're looking around and there's no one coming out of these cars. Would you like to try and go in and see if you can pull other people out? I'm still, like, mobile enough, I think. So I'm going to go check on one of the cars that's not on fire, at least. Okay. You look in the car. Do you go in or do you just look in through the... Oh, I... I mean, I check the door to make sure it's not not stuck or anything, but I am going to peek into the window. The door opens, it slides. You peek in the windows and you see people, they seem unconscious. Okay. Alright. You're pretty sure that the people at the front of the train are toast. Yeah, those cars are very on fire. Is there any danger that the fire is going to spread? It is spreading. It is spreading car to car. Okay. Uh, Other cars. Okay, okay. I start moving into the cart to shake some people awake. You start shaking them awake. For some of them, nothing happens. You check their vitals, and they are gone. Oh. I need you to roll sanity. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. For our listeners, that was an 88 out of 38. We should... Po- poorly done. You, um... Roll Ooh. a d4. Will do. Uh, Roll a two. You take two sanity loss. Okay, okay. That's. It's just a train derailment. All right. There are a few, and they um. They leave the train and. They get over to where Freddy and <laughs> where Finley and Freddy are, with Lizzie's body. And. You managed to get faint, and only four people were alive. Out of what you believe to be was a couple hundred. Oh. Jeez. Okay. (sighs) After all of that, I finally just sit on the grass (laughs) and, like, lie back and let some of the air, I guess, I don't know, like, just not be in action mode for two seconds. Alright, you go ahead and you sit down and, uh, Oh, jeez. You're watching (sighs) everything kind of start burning. In this moment of peace, though, you just close your eyes and you... Let's see. Don't like that. You think back. And you go back to the day you first met Bosco. He was a little puppy. How did you meet him? I want to say I just moved to London at that point. And I was, like, relatively new to the area, so I figured I'd need some kind of guard animal. It'd be, like, a safe thing to have. And I guess the, the setup was, like, I would I was kind of scouring the neighborhood and, like, asking who knew, like, a good place to find pets that were, like, of effective security guard type of thing. And just without really looking, I ended up finding an alleyway where there was, like, a little puppy and I think in the moment 
Gabriella cried that, like, this isn't what I'm looking for, but there's no reason you should be left out like this. And I coaxed him out of the hiding place and, like, took him out. Go ahead and roll me a um, sanity check. <laughs> That's a failure. Roll me a d10. A three. You recover three sanity. Uh-oh. Oh. But that memory is purged from your head. No! <laughs> That's so much worse! Ugh. Yeah, no, I, I, I just kind of sit with it, and I get up and feel like I'm missing something, but I don't know what. Bosco comes over to you and starts licking your face. Oh, there you are. Good boy. Scratch behind his ears. You guys are sitting out for a little bit. Lizzie. Yes? You come to in so much pain. You feel something tight around your arm. Where the pain is really focused, you also feel... It hurts to breathe. It hurts so much. You just feel really drained. Um, you've lost a lot of blood. As you get up, um, Finley is there with you. Yeah, you just hear a sudden... What the hell happened? Welcome back to the waking world, dreamer. Can I go back to bed? This sucks. No, um, trust me, I would like to go back to sleep, but I don't think that would be very good. You most likely have a concussion. Among other things. The train exploded? <sighs> Seeing as how what your father and my grandfather were getting involved in, this only makes sense. How the hell did my brother know about it, though, is my question. How... As you're looking at the train, it's all on fire right now. Yeah, she's not even trying to fully set up. She's like just like propped up enough on the one working arm, and then just kind of like lays back down. Finley, you look at the train. Everything's on fire right now, and the sun's beginning to set. Oh dear. Freddy, you come too as well. Yeah, I'm assuming in a ton of pain, vision swimming. Oh, you read my mind. Yeah, probably just... Angelica? <clears throat> tries to sit up and then... Ah, ah. Easy. Just, just, just don't try. Don't try it. Lizzie's like laying on the ground, turned around to look at you. The train exploded. Uh, I was on the bench. Please don't move too much, sure. Only aggravate your injuries worse. Mm. Mm. Um, Shoot me. Uh, are you alright in Gabriella? I believe me and Gabriella are the two that are the least injured of our group. Finley, you still have glass protruding out of your chest. Yes, that's what's alarming. Uh, just wait, this is the non-injured <laughs> on that. Ow. 
You should probably do something about that, but get someone else to do it. Exactly. That's... I do believe that I would only make things worse if I tried to remove it. But it is going to be approaching dusk soon. And I hate to say this, but you two are in no shape to travel. We must find you a safe place to so you can hold up while me and Miss Slaughter go find a city. You hear one of the um, people who Gabriella pulled out of the train. It looks like there's a town not far from here. Oh, thank goodness, Deus Ex person. That's a huge plus, thank you. Also, I feel like somebody would have noticed the train being late or exploding at some point, so they would come to investigate. It looks like the lights are on out there. Finley, you stand up and you see beyond a large cornfield. This looks to be, yeah, lights in the distance. A town. Now, as you just said, it would be pretty hard to miss a train exploding. The only thing I fear is what if the first people to come are those that caused this? And they're only looking to finish what they've started. Not only that, I need to have a very important discussion with your brother on how he knew that was going to happen. Can I be there? I want to slap him and possibly stab him. Oh, good. Okay, we're on the same page. Please don't. He is our only lead. That's true. We need to talk to him first. Didn't say I'd stab him anywhere vital. You hear a gun lock and load. And there it is. There it is. Oh, and you, uh, <laughs> you turn around and you see, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know how you do it on the main on the main island out here, but if we got a problem, we usually figure it out. You see this Australian man stand up. I'm going out there, and I'm going to see if there's anybody in that town. If that, if they start shooting at me first, I'm gonna give them what for. That's a good way to end up dead, but I'm not exactly in a position to stop you. Sir, please do not do that. What it? And I know this just sounds like the ravings of a madman, but what if the, the entire town is, so to say, going to? Shoot at you and do like the okay corral, like the Americans say. So I don't think uh, this is not the Wild West. An entire town is not going to shoot at one person. And did you think a train would explode? No. A lot of things have happened today that I did not think were going to happen. So would it be that far fetched to believe an entire town would possibly <clears throat> be against us? Well, that town is going to have medical supplies that we need for our people here, so we're going regardless. You four go ahead and stay put, then. No, I'm going to be going with you. I'm just trying to paint what's waiting for us. Well, we don't need any loonies going with us, so with all due respect, I'm going to go ahead and, going to go ahead and leave you here. I guess we'll make our own way then. 
best of luck. They all band together, and they, uh, you see the party walk mm. off into the uh, corn rows. The corn! Yeah, no, they're probably all going to die. Most likely, yes. What's happened with everyone that's encountered us in the past 12 hours? Oh, that's not fair. That sounds like it's our fault. We're all spot hidden. For who? Oh boy, spot hidden. Gabriella and Finley. Fair. Lizzie's still on the ground. <laughs> I'm actually okay at spot hidden. That's Let's a success. A, a 65 out of 65. Special eyes. You look out into the, uh, the corn, and as the uh, sun is setting, you see a scarecrow overlooking the field. Miss hmm. Gabriella, how much do would you like to wager that that scarecrow is going to start moving? I like that you're already really on board with the spooky stuff happening. This is like the reverse of what happened last time, where I was not on board. Miss Gabriella, you do... It, you met my grandfather. Yes, I'm, uh, again, very sorry. It's, it is all right. But there is no reason for me to doubt anything when, just as the great Sherlock Holmes would say, when the improbable seems impossible, the impossible is the answer. <sighs> well, I, I take out my, I, t I take out my gun and I wait and I like hold it, but I'm not going to aim it at the scarecrow. I'm just going to like have it on hand. Do you look in the direction of the scarecrow? I mean, that's how yes. I saw it. Yeah. At this point, Lizzie's just looking over at Freddy. Do you think we're in hell? I think we might be in hell right now. <laughs> Six circle, maybe. Freddy. Yes. Freddy, can you roll me a constitution check? Oh, boy. Mm. There have never been any downsides to that before. Hey! Hey! Yay! That's an extreme success. Could mm. add one HP. Yay! Oh, nice. You're gonna need it. Oh god. Cool. Freddy just kind of turns to the side and <laughs> hawks something and looks like she's breathing a little. They're breathing a little better after that and just kind of lays back. Oh, Alright. Sorry, that was gross, but I feel better, guys. <laughs> just a weak thumbs up. You, you're able to stand now. Oh, goody. Yeah, just cradling side. Your leg is rough to stand on. You have to limp. Your, your movement's going to be reduced down to four. <laughs> okay. Actually, three, sorry. I can stand at least, and she'll just be leaning very heavily on her good leg. All right. Lizzie's still just lying on the ground. Can I try and help Lizzie up? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Okay. Uh, roll strength, and I need a um, extreme success. That's fair. Nope. Ooh. You um, mm. you try and help her up. That's big fail. You would have to put too much pressure onto your other leg. You decide it's probably not the best. I I think I'll just stay here for for now. Yeah. Mm, good idea. As you are thinking about this, you hear a scream off in the corn. 
Hmm. Anyone who's seen any scary movie knows better than to go into cornfields at night. It's not the 60s yet. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, there haven't been too many of those yet. No. You know, I read now I want to do pamphlet. a little history dive. There was a boy or something in the store. His name was Isaac. Something's corn. It's weird. It was a weird pamphlet. Just don't We're go into corn. the timeline. As you guys look back over to where that scream came from, throw me a spot hidden. I don't think I can stand yet, so I'm still just staring up at the sky like, why is this happening? <laughs> oh, uh, fun fact, horror movies did exist during World War II. They were just added, they introduced like weird propaganda to it yeah. because of the war. Cool. So Bela Lugosi like showed up as Dracula during the Blitz. Ooh. 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 All right, Freddy. You don't see the scarecrow that they were talking about earlier. Hmm. Uh, right. Is that supposed to move? Initial point. I'm assuming, like, the T, the stand it was on is still there. Oh, yeah. D and she'll point at the empty stand, and they just kind of look like, uh. It just looks like an empty cross. Uh, are we able to move? Is that a thing we can do, or are we stuck here for now? You're free to move wherever you want to go. You could walk all the way back to London for all I care. Uh, can I stand? That's more what I was asking. Is like, is our injured parties able to move? The less injured people can definitely shoulder without having to roll. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'm at three hit points. I don't right. think I can. I ain't getting anywhere on my own. I'm not the strongest, but I can shoulder either Lizzie or Freddy. I feel like, uh, Gabriella, you help Freddy and Finley, can you help me? That might be the best allocation of strikes. Okay. Come on, Freddy, let's go. Yes. I have you covered. Which way are you going? Are you going north to where the next station is, or are you walking back to London? Um, we should probably go to the town, even if it's bad news, because we need to raid their medical supplies. Let's just go not through the cornfield. Yeah, let's avoid the nightmare cornfield if we can. Exactly. All right. So you guys are just walk. You guys are gonna try and walk through the tr uh, along the tracks. For now, if we if stuff gets weird, I'm sure mm -hmm. we'll probably have to. I promise it will. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna get weird. Through the safety of the corn. All right. So you guys walk along the tracks. The movement is super slow just because Lizzie's having it rough. Lizzie, I need you to roll me constitution. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. Hooray. I succeed. All right. You won't be losing any more HP off of those wounds. Mm. Hooray. I have three left. You guys basically just stumble forward along. You get to the part where the uh, engine exploded guys navigate through that slowly and you guys keep walking and take like torches with us or something you, you can't find any we, we can't find any wood oh, that we can stick in i mean that that won't be a, make a great torch anyway i can check my inventory but i don't think i have one on me the only light you guys have going forward is the train light which is still oh. mysteriously on yeah i don't have a torch on me but i do have a Walther P38. Feels good to have, you know? 
<laughs> just feels safe to have. It feels safe. Compared to last time, it feels safe. Who has the highest strength? Not, Not me. me. My strength is... 60. Finley has 70. Oh, yeah. Finley, you feel like you could probably yoink that uh, train light. Excellent! Oh, cool. Like a burnt-out husk of the engine and then a big flashlight on the front. Go ahead and roll me a strength. Success! Yay! Alright, you grab it. Yes. The next thing you hear is the earth shaking. Oh. You have been listening to Beyond the Crumbling Veil, a Call of Cthulhu 7e actual play podcast by Styx Helix Productions as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. If you're enjoying this show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or Podchaser or wherever you're listening to help other people find this lovely spooky tale. Beyond the Crumbling Veil is DM'd by John Bowman of Styx Helix Productions, with Brian as Finley Jaeger Lazarus, Ian Ramos as Gabriella Slaughter, Fennec Foxfire as Frederica Newman, and Brianna Jean as Charlene Elizabeth Amesley. The show is also produced by Brianna Jean. If you don't want to wait to find out what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. You can also find out more information about our other shows at pseudonymsocial.com and support our various productions.